Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Top Stories, I'm producer Chris. In July 2017, Andy was joined by Alice Fraser to take a deep dive into North Korea's nuclear capabilities with some unique ideas for the future of diplomacy. It's Bugle issue 4036, Paunchy Plutocrats, Inc. Top Story! Uh, North Korea missile mess. The United States has cautioned on Wednesday that it is ready to use force if need be to stop North Korea's nuclear missile program. But it said it preferred global diplomatic action against Pyongyang for defying world powers. North Korea test launched a ballistic missile that could hit Alaska and Kim Jong-un called it a gift package to the US on the 4th of July, which 
Look, it's not a great gift. Uh, I mean, I'm quite good at going, ooh, just what I always wanted when someone gives me a fidget spinner, but the threat of nuclear war is not on the GQ mantastic list of 10 great gifts that will blow her underpants off. <laughs> Did you know that Kim Jong-un is actually just his nickname? It's short for Kim Jong-un Pleasant. <laughs> I, I did not know that, but it does. It, it stacks up. With bet, his behaviour. Yeah. yeah, it really it really does. The, the US is saying that it would prefer diplomatic action to military force, which, I mean, I don't know. Why would you prefer diplomatic action to nuclear war? That's just silly. It's like, you know, when your manager, Kevin, keeps insisting on taking you out to dinner to talk about your performance at work instead of letting you do the deadly knife fight for the honour of the sales department that I keep suggesting. <laughs> don't tell me you wouldn't hit your KPIs with vigour if the alternative was a slashing, sweaty scramble in the bloodied sands of the arena or, as Kevin keeps insisting on calling it, the lunchroom. <laughs> it's. Uh, I was just thinking, actually, I mean, it's kind of coincidence this story has uh, blown up this week because uh, I was just sitting uh, sitting at home on Monday uh, thinking to myself, I'll tell you what this planet really, really needs right now, and that is uh, North Korea to prove that it can fire missiles onto American soil. That'll sort everything out. I mean, quite why you would want to fire a missile at Alaska is not entirely clear. I don't know that it would necessarily change the sort of howling wasteland aspect of it. No? Yeah, it might warm the place up a bit, I guess. Though, if anything, <laughs> it might be considered large-scale home improvements. Um, Trump's reaction to this, I mean, clearly he would absolutely love a massive global war, even if he can't say that out loud. I think in the film that is going on inside his head, that is how he sees how he sees it all playing out. Yeah, I think he's watched too many movies because what he's done now is he started putting pressure on China to stop trading with North Korea, uh, suggesting that they will have US sanctions against any country that does business with this outlaw regime, which, I mean, boycotting China, it's not like they make literally everything you buy. <laughs> I mean, you've got the option between nuclear brinkmanship or alienating China. It's starting to look like the only choice Trump is proposing is whether the barren wasteland with no computers and brutal food shortages is going to be radioactive or not. <laughs> Would you like a cat vomit sandwich or a radioactive cat vomit sandwich? We have gluten-free bread. <laughs> um, I mean, he must be, I think he's probably a grudging admirer of, uh, of Kim Jong-un in some ways, particularly his amazing TV ratings figures. Because, I mean, that is how Trump judges the value of a person, clearly. Yes. by their TV ratings. And Kim Jong-un, uh, according to official North Korea government stats, uh, his new TV series, Kim Jong-un Walks Along a Path and Then Eats a Snack, was watched by over 40.3 billion North Koreans. So wow. and those are Im impressive stats. I mean, those are the kind of numbers Trump listens to. I, I mean, I guess when you see a global crisis that brings together Kim Jong-un and and Donald Trump. And, you know, I am a, a Trump sceptic. I think I've laid those cards on the table. I guess mathematically the world is hoping that it's like a double negative, that an idiot times an idiot equals a genius. And, you know, they'll come up with some kind of grand plan for saving the whole of humanity. Yes, sort of uh, paunchy plutocrats incorporated for rating <laughs> Bonanza. I, I, yeah, it's... I try not to think about it too much because it just makes me sad. <laughs> Paunchy Plutocrats Incorporated, incidentally, is another one of the uh, animated summer films coming up this week <laughs> um, from the Pixar studio. Um, uh, I guess uh, the same way people are hoping when Trump meets Putin, uh, that same double negative principle, they will emerge from it, a single great guy, modest, balanced, objective, and with the best interests of all humanity at heart. I mean, 
that seems inevitable now. I reckon we need scientific testing. I, re- I reckon we need to fire them both at each other at high speed and then we either get two pancakes or the world leader that we've always wanted. I mean, people talk a lot about the, the, the global events that have had the biggest TV audience. You know, the moon landings, obviously back in the day in terms of proportion of the planet... Generally, whenever India plays Pakistan at cricket in a significant game, it's up in the top 10 of all time. Most important events. But Trump and Putin being physically fired at each other in some kind of high-tech modern jousting, that I cannot believe any less than 99% of the world's population would tune in for that. Yeah, and if they hit each other at enough velocity, then the machismo fallout will give everybody much stronger biceps. (laughs) I also like Kim Jong-un describing this as a, as, a, as a gift. It does suggest he needs to see someone about his anger management issues. <laughs> and it does explain why his his uh, life partners generally look a bit worried. Yes, and when you say life partners... Yeah, I mean, life is a... I mean, it's a flexible term in, in Kim Jong-un's world. I mean, it's, they have done ever since his notorious Valentine's Day uh, pink and blue his and hers missiles test debacle. Um <laughs> I mean, this is this is a man who broke up with one of his generals by literally firing a missile onto him. <laughs> yes. Um, Trump tweeted, does this guy have anything better to do with his life? Well, <laughs> no. He's a, he's a lunatic despot. He's just doing his job. I mean, this is... But he's doing it by the book. He's almost like he's watched the cartoon films and knows exactly what to do. Uh, it does also make you wonder, does Mr Trump not have anything to do, better to do with his time than sending tweets um, to uh, loony despots criticising them for how they're spending their lives. I think uh, events have proven definitely not. No, other than harassing journalists and racking up prize after prize from overtly awkward Marriage Monthly magazine. The previous American tactic with Korea was strategic patience. That is now over, apparently. I don't know if it's been replaced with strategic impatience, unstrategic patience or unstrategic impatience. It's like that known knowns, unknown, unknowns thing all over again. Perhaps some kind of middle grounds, like tactical irritability or diplomatic strop border lining. Yeah, I'm maybe, sure gonna play maybe out, we but. need a naughty corner. A global naughty corner, also known as the International Criminal Court, isn't it? <laughs> G20 news now, and... Uh, well, I mean, it's international diplomacy all over the place uh, this week, Alice. The G20, uh, everyone's favourite um, collection of 20 powerful geopolitical entities. They're having their... Uh, well, the first meeting since Trump became leader of the universe he is clearly loving every second of it. You know, this is his natural, his natural habitat as the pretend politician he's become. Oh, yeah, just doing his handshake, weird wrestly thing. Oh, makes him happy. Yes. But it is slightly concerning at this delicate time to have America represented by a conversational cesspit. He is essentially the world's most oddly coiffured resignation letter. (laughs) Dear planet, we hereby tender our notice as global superpower and a beacon of hope. Uh, Regards, USA. And, I mean, he seems to... He views the world in very, very binary terms. He seems to have as rigorous a grasp on the infinite complexities of history and global politics as Julius Caesar the former ancient Rome superstar and latterly part-time pincushion, uh, same grasp as Caesar had on how to play pro-evolution soccer on a PlayStation, in that he looks like he needs at least another 2,000 years to start even starting to get the hang of it. And and the meeting with Putin, 
clearly, I mean, this is, you know, the love that dare not speak its name or certainly dare not speak its name in, in courtrooms. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm... I'm so upset by Putin's just very general presence in the world. I kind of hope uh, that that he's regretting his choice to back Trump in the recent American election, uh, as all evidence seems to indicate that he did. I'm, I'm hoping that he's just re- made that realisation, as you do sort of five minutes into a Tinder date, of like, oh, <laughs> this was a terrible, terrible decision. I've used the internet for evil rather than good. Right. Well, I, yeah, I've not really thought of... Putin's relationships in terms of Tinder, but that does... I think that that's, probably suits his psychological profile, doesn't it? He yes. swiped right on Trump by accident. Right. I think maybe that's, that is... I mean, it is time, I think, for us to start harnessing the wonders of modern technology to help streamline our political processes. And, I mean, there's an awful lot of beating about the bush in international politics, people saying things quite cryptically. If we reduced it down to a simple Tinder swipe. I mean, that's pretty much how wars used to be declared in the 18th century, I think. Direct democracy. Yeah. Very direct democracy. Chancellor Angela Merkel said that uh, while there'd be likely agreement on combating terrorism financing, there remains a whole series of thorny issues within the G20, including their differences with America over its protectionist attitude to trade while Germany is fighting for open markets. I mean, if you're trying to have a productive discussion with Donald Trump, it's less thorny issues than it is wearing a thorn bush as a G-string. Like, <laughs> you just want to have a nice sit-down, but you've got a spiky branch presenting irreconcilable differences to your perineum. Thanks. More classic clips tomorrow. Now go to the latest Bugle, which, if you're listening in current times, sort of... It's got Nish Kumar and Chris Edison on it. It's great. It's in your feed now. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.